1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the day it was announced Stephen Gerrard is no longer the Rangers manager Three and a half years in charge at Ibrox Has come to an end for the man who stopped the 10 As he swaps Glasgow for Birmingham and Aston Villa He signed a long-term deal with the English Premier League side But where do Rangers go from here? I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well, what a day Initially I thought we'd be in here chatting about a huge game tomorrow Moldova v Scotland However, there is only one story in town Obviously Stephen Gerrard Away from Rangers and where it leaves the club At this moment in time A lot of fans out there won't be happy There may be some who wish him well But Rangers backroom team upstairs have to get things right They've got 10 days before they play Hibs in that semi-final It's a big week for Rangers yeah, we might get to Moldova, Scotland mm. at about half past four in the morning Gordon Diel yeah, was another big story doing the rounds in Glasgow And big story is an understatement Unbelievable, Gordon I think that uh, when Mark and I walked out of the studio on Sunday After watching them beating um, Ross County at home um, You're thinking, right, OK, it's, everything's prepared for the semi-final Top of the league, everything's going well I never thought for one minute we'd be taking calls tonight I'm sure there'll be a lot of... Disappointed Rangers supporters They'll probably come on about the timing that he's left Obviously semi-final, top of the league Still in, in, in a chance in Europe But he's off now And I think the big question is Not about Steven Gerrard It's about Rangers Where do they go from here? Absolutely, some great questions 01419511025 And you need to provide the answers Rangers fans how are you feeling today? It's the day that you knew would come eventually You perhaps didn't think it would come this quickly But it has had an air of inevitability about it all week So how are you feeling now that it's official And that Steven Gerrard is no longer the manager? Are you are you angry that he's left? Are you, are you surprised? Are you disappointed? Do you understand? Maybe you wish him well Give us your general overall reaction to the news And of course what is next? We're at that stage where we can legitimately discuss names Because Rangers need a manager and football does not stand still So pick up that phone And let us know what is on your mind 0141951125 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Remember every caller that makes it on air tonight Goes into the hat for a pair of tickets To see Scotland take on Denmark At a sold out Hamden on Monday Let's not hang about any longer Let's dive straight into those phones With to- who's first up Tam is a Rangers fan from Yorkshire Tam how would you sum up how you're feeling tonight? I'm sick to I'm sick to my stomach to be honest with you, Gordon. I'm sick to my stomach. I've got a cut out of him in my bedroom. After winning fifty five, I've had to turn it to face the wall. I can't look at it. Mr. Gerard's timing leaves a sick taste in my mouth. In, you know, over the last three and a half years, he may have only won one out of nine trophies, but he's won ten out of ten of the Rangers fans' hearts and he's thrown that away. He's thrown away hundred and fifty years of unbroken history for middling, mid table club Aston Villa. You know, it's a special day, Remembrance Day for Rangers fans, and he's, thr- he, he, he's thrown that in the face. You know, I think it's a disgrace. You know, you, you talk about replacements, I, I heard you before talking about replacements. I'd like to see someone like Neil Warnock, you know, an, an honest, good football man, because Mr Gerrard, he's not got the values of a true Ranger. Wow, tell us how you really feel, Tam. Don't hide your oh, feelings. Uh, five past six, Mark, and uh, already detecting... 
bit of mild disappointment from Tam that Stephen Gerrard's <laughs> decided to move on. Yeah, to say the least. Um, I, I don't think he'll be alone, Tam, with how he feels uh, about the timing. And when I say timing, because Rangers are, you know, just over a third of the way through the season, they're sitting top of the league. I think the majority of Rangers fans think they've got one over in Celtic at the minute, and it's a real chance to get into that. Champions League group stage which brings about finances they're still in the Europa League with a fighting chance they're still in the semi-final of a cup and I think a lot of Rangers fans may think that Gerard leaving may upset all of that and it may derail them and what they are a, a good position at this moment in time so but I, I do think there's got to be a bit of realism about it we, we've seen it with Brendan Rodgers and we've now seen it with Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard spent three and a half years up here. Okay, only won one trophy, but there was no doubt in my mind that Rangers, as big a club as they are, and I believe they are bigger in Villa, but it's still a stepping stone because the league we're in. And Stephen Gerrard, I firmly believe, thought that from day one. There was no way Stephen Gerrard signed for Rangers and then thought he was going to end his career at Rangers. So the opportunity... To manage in the Premier League at a big club doesn't come round too too often, and he had to take the chance. What do you make of Tam's take on this, Gordon? He's not a happy man no. down there in Yorkshire. He's my turned his Stephen Gerrard cardboard cutout to face the wall. That's when you know things are serious. My big concerns for the cardboard cutout, Gordon. I think that could take a real heavy doing tonight uh, <laughs> later on. Um, no, I think uh, Tam will not be alone. I think there'll be a lot of Rangers supporters really disappointed. Um, I think he's went down. I think Mark's right. I think when you look at the job that he's he's he, he, he did at Rangers, I think everybody will agree and okay, we'll get back to this one and nine. But it was the most important one, and that's the one Rangers wanted. He was brought up for that job, and he achieved it. Aston Villa came calling, um, and I think where the lure is, it's not the club. I think it's the league, and I think Mark's right. I think it's an opportunity for him. Now, everybody talks about managers. Well, it's a time. It was the same with Brendan Rodgers. I stood in a studio and couldn't believe Brendan Rodgers left for Leicester. Um, but that timing, had to, he had to make a decision going. Because Mark's right. Football, football can turn very, very quickly. You can go from being such a hero and then all of a sudden a few bad results and maybe knocked out a cup. Then your stock goes down a little bit. He had to act. It was a massive decision. I think he's not picked the clubs. I think he's picked mm. the leagues. Well, Tam's not happy at all. Let's get a flavour of how James and Airdrie's feeling. James, same question to you. How would you sum up your feelings tonight? Uh, good evening, panel. I'm absolutely battered tonight towards Stephen Gerrard. Um, obviously, I need to watch my language because I'm on the radio. Um, the way he's handled this Dunny Rangers is an absolute disgrace, in my opinion. Leaving is where we are. On obviously the remembrance day, um, he's lost all his credentials in my opinion. Uh, the way he's left, he's left a great club. But for to go to Aston Villa, but for he's not going to win the league. He's not going to get into Champions League. He's not going to do nothing with Aston Villa. And I honestly hope he fails spectacularly because I'll tell you one thing: every game Aston Villa plays, I'll be supporting the opposite team. I hope Stephen Gerrard fails. I hope he ends up with a team like Exeter. Honest to God, and he'll realise one day what a club that he's left in the lot. 
Yeah, no disrespect to the good people of Exeter <laughs> If you're listening, no offence um, Wow You're getting a good manager in a couple of years It's been a strong start, I must admit I mean, James, I, I, I get it And we've been saying it all week Because we would be the same We would always stick up for the size of our big clubs And, and very few clubs out there compared to, to Rangers and Celtic And the size and all the rest of it And Aston Villa may well fall into that But was, was it not always inevitable Steven Gerrard would be tempted to the English Premier League at some point? Well, the timing's totally wrong they made a statement today Think about it guys I honestly fell in love with the club And will always follow the team Once a Rangers Always a Rangers He's never a Rangers mate Never a Rangers He's done the dirty on Rangers Done the dirty on us He thinks nothing with Rangers Doing that well, Gordon is a man who knows a thing or two about doing the dirty Is that a fair, yeah. um, is that a fair <laughs> assessment from James? I'm glad you put that right over to me um, Look uh, Tam's been on James has been on We'll probably get more callers tonight Gordon Steven Gerrard is a, a, a guy That's went into football management And you've got to say He started very well And he, he was very lucky He started a club the size of Rangers He got the backing from the board And he delivered that trophy That everybody wanted Now he's made a massive decision today That's a career decision That he thinks going forward Is best for him I know Rangers fans will be selfish And saying well the time is not right You should wait to end the season That doesn't happen You've got to make big decisions And he had to make it now Now Everyone will agree Aston Villa is not the same size of club as Rangers We'll get by that But what they've got I mean got, they, are, they are still big though aren't they right? They're we, massive we've, we've, we've obsessed over this all week yeah. About whether they're as big or not He's not, he's not swapped Rangers for you know, one of the, the, the small premiership clubs Look, that you think is lucky to be there. Yes, they're struggling at the moment, but... What the lure for this as well is, look at the, the owners and the amount of money, the finances that he's going to have at his disposal. Um, it's the English Premier League. I said on Tuesday night, right, I could see both sides of the story, I could see both sides of the argument, sorry, but he goes down there and... I'm not I'm not having a go to our league, but you go up to Dingwall, you go to Fir Park, you, you keep go saying this. Right, Dingwall not, is a lovely part it of the is world. Right, Gordon, but not compared but it's not to the Etihad, as a manager right, yeah, okay. walking into Stanford Bridge, Old Trafford, the Etihad, you can name them all. They're fantastic it's a fantastic league. And I think that's what's lured Steven mm. Gerrard to Aston Villa. James, <laughs> do you think and maybe this is wishful thinking on my part, maybe in time you will Cool down a little bit And you, you'll start to thank Stephen Gerrard for the service Or is that it? Are the bridges well and truly burned? Good riddance to Stephen Gerrard It's onwards and upwards Bring it on I'll tell you one thing Stephen Gerrard Nothing I'll tell you what lads See if I was next game It's Brighton, Crystal Palace Man City, Leicester, Liverpool I'll be their biggest supporters Because I hope they humiliate Aston Villa I hope they show Stephen Gerrard up How much of a mistake he's made Leaving their club the way he did Mm. You know it's serious when you've gone and, and memorised Aston Villa's yeah, fixture list fixtures. between now and Christmas That's <laughs> that, when you know it's, it's well, hit home that's, that's the impact he had on Rangers fans The Rangers fans fell in love with him And when you know he decides to up sticks and leave For his better development you've got to say Because he's been at the elite end of football His full career And his first job in manager You've got to say uh, in management Was a huge job So He's right at the top end There's only a few places you can go And and, and to better league Where he wants to end up As I said Those opportunities might not come out around too often If Celtic 
had went on and won the league and Rangers fans will be saying oh there's no chance of course there's a chance there's only four points in it if Rangers had went out in the cup in nine days time to Hibs his stock automatically falls an opportunity like that may not mm. come up again so had to take it well look it's It's been a strong start We've had cardboard cutouts Getting turned to face the wall We've had a, a, a shout out For Exeter City That I did not expect At this stage in the show Let's just take One breath Just for a second uh, To recap some of the facts Just in case people are Are joining us And have been Unable to keep across today Obviously Stephen Gerrard's left You all know that Aston Villa He signed a three and a half year deal To replace Dean Smith He was clearly uh, Quickly identified As being the main man That Villa wanted To take over at the club There is a link there You've got Christian Perslow Who worked with Stephen Gerrard uh, At Liverpool And a compensation package Agreed somewhere between Three and four million Last time I checked No official word On his backroom staff Michael Beale uh, And Gary McAllister But they are clearly expected To join him In the Midlands as well And now it's all about What's next Because in 11 days time Rangers have A League Cup semi-final Against Hibs They've then got a make or break Europa League match Against Sparta Prague Then tough away games In the Premiership And it really is all happening So let's find out What uh, Ross Wilson has up his sleeve I'm sure they knew At some point Gordon Stephen Gerrard <laughs> Would move on Some people thought It would be for Liverpool Some people identified Maybe it would be That stepping stone It just always Amazes you how quickly football can turn Now it is Thursday And this bubbled away sort of Monday, Tuesday Picked up pace on Wednesday But but it just still feels very quick doesn't it? Very very quick indeed Gordon um, As I say we left the studio on Sunday We wouldn't contemplate We'd be talking about this tonight um, So that's where Rangers have got to follow The same sort of pattern as Aston Villa Aston Villa identified their man quickly Got over a line Got him in And he's now starting to work from tomorrow I think Rangers can't let this fester. They, they've got to go. Probably most of the backroom staff will go as well, so we don't know who will take the training. So I think Rangers have got a massive job to go and identify the guy that's got to take them forward, get him in the building and get him working right away. Not this three, four, five, six But the, 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 the difference with Villa is the, the Villa board obviously knew there was a chance... That they were going to make a change They would have had a short list drawn up Of who they were going for And Gerard was obviously right at the top of that list Rangers wouldn't have known that was coming no, yeah, I mean, it, it, succession if, you, if you've plan. got a director of football there That's the whole point There must be a level of a succession, succession plan, plan. I, I, just, I, dis- well, hold I on, disagree hold on with a minute. I have a look at Newcastle about four weeks ago When there were rumours going about with Stephen So if you're looking at clubs Sacking their managers in England I.e. Newcastle You're starting to have a wee idea That maybe one day that you're going to lose mm. your manager Of course you'll have plans in place There will be Rangers fans out there I have no doubt about it Who want to wish Stephen Gerrard well uh, We'll find them eventually James thank you um, I feel like James is he's Pretty upset about this full thing Going to make sure James is okay At the end of this uh, Nadim How would you sum up your feelings? Hi Gordon Thanks for, for taking my call um, I mean, I, I'm maybe not as 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 annoyed as the previous call. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really I'm disgusted to be honest. But it's not it's not for for Derek moving on and, and and the fact of him being ambitious and moving to Aston Villa. You know, in, in terms of that, you know, good luck to the guy. You know, he, he helped us get 55, and, and we'll always be indebted to him for that. It's the way he did it, Gordon. You know, it's um, only only two two and a half three weeks ago he was asked on TV. You know, was there rumours in the Newcastle job? He said, "Yeah, I look happy." And, the report said, yep, he said, well, stop asking me stupid questions. And then two or three weeks later, you know, he, he's, he's all quiet on the subject. And then next thing you know, he's holding Aston Villa shut. 
on you know on pictures on social media and on on, on websites saying you know he's, he's he's so happy to be a to be at Aston Villa. You know, be honest with the Rangers fans. You know that the, the club's giving you your first management job. Grind, you've done well. But you know, be honest with the fans and say, I, I, I want to move on at some point. You know, and, and that's a great opportunity for me. You know, have, have some respect to the fans that have supported you wholeheartedly since since you came into the club. So I'm disgusted at the way he's actually went about moving on. Not, not the fact that he yeah. moved on because it was going to happen. Absolutely. It maybe sums up the first 18 minutes of the show where Nadim's not as annoyed as the other two callers, but he's disgusted. You know, I I don't know what comes after uh, after disgusted yeah. on the the scale. Um, I mean, do you know what? This is the bit. This is it, isn't it? This is what sticks in. The throats of fans like Nadim This is Stephen Gerrard on BT Sport a couple of weeks ago There's been speculation around your own name this week Stephen, what would you say to those linking you with a move away? Do I look happy? Very. Do I look settled? Don't ask me silly questions then I mean, Listening to it back, Nadim it, That's it isn't it, football's a hugely emotional game We get emotionally invested um, People tell you, managers tell you That, that they love the club And, and, and you, you, you kind of buy into that I'm not saying Stephen Gerrard didn't But w- when you hear that and, and now look at where we are a couple of weeks on. Is that the bit that's hard to take? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's my point, Gordon. You know, if you know, if 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 if, if you want, just be honest about it. Just say, you know, that that I'm, I'm looking to move on, or you know, I, I know it doesn't happen very often, but the fact that he, he had never managed a club before, you know, in, in terms of a, a big club, any club, he hadn't managed anyone. He's, he's you know came into Rangers. We've given him a chance. The, the, the fans, every fan, every fan to, to a man, to a woman, it's just supported him, backed him. You know, and he's done great, and then and then you know he's on he's on that show saying, "Oh, it's you know I'm I'm really happy here," you know, and then and then only a couple of weeks later he's 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 holding a and Aston Villa shut up as if it's the best movie of his life. Listen, like I said, I, you know I hope he does well, you know, and 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 he goes on to, to to good things, but I just think the way he's done it, it does leave a better taste. Absolutely, is a better taste, and. And I just hope that you know it's Glasgow Rangers, Gordon. You know we're we're the biggest club in in, in Scotland, one of the biggest in in the world. You know we'll, we'll get over this. We'll find somebody else to come in and and take us forward. But the way he's gone about it, it's it's disgusting, in, in my view. Well, I, I'll get back to that. I, I can understand Rangers fans not being happy with that uh, clip you played, Gordon. That was two three weeks ago. The Aston Villa job. Mm. He never he, right. He never really, in my opinion, and I could be wrong. I don't think he was asked to sit down with Newcastle to go and speak to them, right? And he says, I'm happy. That was three weeks ago. Aston Villa weren't in the picture three weeks ago. So, of course he's going to come out and say, no, I'm happy here, I've got a job. Then what happens is Aston Villa sack their manager, they move for him right away, and they've promised him everything he probably wants. So, as much as I can understand Rangers fans, but you can understand from a, a, a manager who's come up to Scotland... And he's he's built up a good reputation, uh, winning that important league, obviously in Europe as well, building a good team, playing attractive football. You can understand that he had a choice to make. Rangers fans are not happy because they think they made the wrong one. But Steven Gerrard believes that's the right move for his career. I mean, the, the picture of Steven Gerrard with the Aston Villa shirt is the old equivalent of senior ex with her new man. Gordon Deal knows the feeling well, and will he leave him I out of wish it? Him all Mark the best. Wilson. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's it's not always it's not always easy. But at the same time, Stephen Gerrard now is walking into a massive job. He has to convince the Aston Villa fans that he, he's all in there. Um, so you know, I, I I get where the team's coming from. But you're not going to get a picture of him with the Villa shirt looking really glum and sad yeah. with his Rangers scarf on under his jacket. You know, it'll be difficult for him to of try and strike not. that balance. Uh, uh, to be fair to Stephen Gerrard, he was very good at it when he came here. You know, at Liverpool through and through, 
He got a big job in Rangers And he convinced the fans from day one With that first press conference The way he came across Quite bullish And the Rangers fans bought into it And they got them on side Even when they went Out of cup competitions They lost the league Twice mm. He still had the fans on his side He's going to have to do that With the Villa fans also Nadim thank you 01419511025 Maybe you are going against the grain And you wish Stephen Gerrard well And you're not overly uh, Surprised or frustrated Or disgusted Or whatever it was That he's left If that's the case Now would be a good time To pick up the phone 01419511025 And of course We're going to have to discuss Who's next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025. A huge show tonight. These phone lines are going absolutely crazy with people wanting to react to the news that Stephen Gerrard is no longer the Rangers manager. We have had quite the outpouring of emotion in the opening part of the show with people wanting to disown their cardboard cutouts and uh, the word disgusted has been getting banded around. So there's quite a lot happening. Uh, pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well. Katie uh, is on. As a Rangers fan, I'm disappointed he's left. But what he did... He's did what, he did what he set out to do And that was to win 55 I wish him all the best Hope we get someone in quick To keep up the good position we are in Managers come and go It's football And Rod Williamson's on Something similar I wish Stephen Gerrard well I think the timing was right for him and Rangers We had regressed this season And change will do as good as long As it's the right manager But who will that manager be? 01419511025 Let's bring in Adam in Dumbarton How would you sum up your feelings on it all Adam? Oh, well, I've been through the mill the last couple of days Okay, I've been through, I think I've been through all the stages of grief um, I was in denial over the last few days Even right up until it, it's been pretty much done And you're hearing all the stories And I'm like, no, no, he's still staying, still staying um, And then to obviously wake up this morning I still had that little bit of hope But um, got the notification on my phone, obviously I was away, I was extremely disappointed And I get angry. I was like, oh, and I was I was disappointed, and then I, I get a bit bitter towards him. But then I thought to myself, you know what? At the end of the day, uh, just echoing what the guys just said on Twitter, there he's he, he set out what he came to do. Um, he won fifty five and, and stopped to ten, and um, he kind of came to Rangers at a point where all the fans were at a low point, the club was at a low point, um, and he built us back up. He's made Ibrox a fortress again, and it's. <laughs> you, you need to wish him all the best it's, it, is, it is football at the end of the day um, I, I just think that well, they need to focus on, on getting somebody else in now to take over the job because you've probably heard a lot of the there's no one bigger than the club so mm-hmm. um, that's exactly the case and I think that all focus should be on who comes next so thanks Stevie for 55 uh, all the best and that's, 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 that's as much as you can say really there's no point being bitter I don't think yeah I mean Gordon, we have to bear in mind where we've been Everybody last season kept saying that it was the biggest season in Scottish football For goodness knows Mm -hmm. how long Because Celtic were either going to win the 10 Or Rangers were going to stop it Now we know which way that ended And therefore that's going to be That's obviously the the, the defining moment, isn't it? Some fans are are obviously a bit bitter About the way it's ended But when you listen to Andy Halliday on this show He says People can speculate from the outside In the dressing room It was Always about stopping 10 in a row mm-hmm. for, for Steven Gerrard And he did it Could he have won more? Obviously But if you're talking about those those big achievements The, the ones that he 
set out to do that's, that's, that's the obvious place to start isn't it and that's why he's held as a legend with the Rangers supporters Gordon because he actually delivered that one important title for them um, and as I say um, there's a lot of disappointed I'm, I'm, I'm glad that some people are starting to recognise that look it's a job it's a career he's decided to go on a different path I always I always have a great saying Gordon don't cry be, don't be cry because it's over smile <laughs> because it happened that is, that isn't a great saying I'm going to be honest with you That's, you never cry because it's I, over you know that is? smile <laughs> because it happened you ever I've seen the, the line on still game where that's referred to as birthday cared <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Never repeat, never use that on this show. Can you even say it? Can you even say it? So it's not a great. It was emotional for me. I'm trying to give the fans something. What was it again? Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. That's the sort of thing that like people. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm not having that. Never, never repeat that again. I'm sure the Rangers fans will take that to the heart. But um, who knew Gordon Dale's got a live, love, laugh poster above his bed or whatever? (laughs) That's the type of impression he's given. What I'm I'm really trying, I'm I'm glad that there's some supporters come on and you know recognise what he achieved for the club. The club needed someone of his, you know, stature to come up. Uh, It was his first job. It was always going to be a difficult job. He get backed by the supporters. He get backed by the board. And he had a three and a half years and gave the supporters a lot of good times, and especially that one season where they were absolutely brilliant, not even just in the league, in Europe as well. I mean, and yeah, Mark, we are we're here every night, so so we get every twist and turn, of course. Steve Stephen Gerrard himself said he wanted to win more trophies. He said he wanted you know, the, the one and nine for him wasn't necessarily good enough. And, and there were disappointments along the way. But to be broad about it when, when you're trying to assess a manager quickly, you, you just look at did he, does he leave the club in a better place than he found him? That's that's the quick yeah. way of assessing a manager's um, tenure And I think that's a, that's a fairly obvious oh, one Without a doubt he has I mean if you think about it when Stephen Gerrard came in or, or just before he came in We were on the show And his name has been mentioned And some were, some were quite rightly excited Because of how huge a name he was Some were saying no don't touch him You know it's he's a rookie manager He won't succeed and you've got to be fair to the Rangers board in this one because they brought him in as a huge name, but they gave him time. And especially in that second year where, again, the league was lost yeah. and there was big question marks about him, they gave him another crack and he got it right. So he's a manager that's progressed. Would he have liked to have won a cup? Of course he would have. Um, but he certainly left the club in a better place. You only have to look at the league table where Rangers are. They're European Campaigns that they've had under them, the European campaigns that they might still have, and and they're in a good position. So no doubt a better place. But I, I said before, there's no way he signed that Rangers contract and thought I'm going to be the Rangers manager for the next ten years. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew he wanted to be successful here to get to the Premier League. Now everybody mm. says Liverpool was the 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 next stop for him. I firmly believe that there was another step in there. And Aston Villa is still a huge club, so it did not surprise me one bit. What about the timing, Adam? Yeah, I get the timing. It's obviously you've got a semi-final coming up, and you've got a big, massive game in Europe. Well, um, I think it's a, a two-nil win would all but secure um, last thirty-two for us. So it's, it's the, the obviously the ideal time would have been if it was at the the end of the season. But you can't choose when these jobs come up. 
Um, and that's something that I've kind of realised. If, if I'd phoned you about four or five hours ago, that might have not been what I said, but I've had time to kind of <laughs> digest. I've had time to calm down, digest it all, and, and kind of look to the future now. Because like, I think the one the one constant with football clubs is the fans, and it's always them that's going to be loyal. You're always going to go through managers, players, backroom staff, directors, whatever. Um, the one the one constant is always us. So we just need to kind of support the next manager as much as we supported Steven Gerrard when he comes in Short term Gordon the timing is interesting now you can't you, you could argue that, that is there ever a good time you know, to, to, to leave a football club when you're popular mm. with the fan base and you need to take opportunities when they come along but we mentioned it 11 days time Hibs in the cup semi-final yeah. then Sparta Prague four point gap over Rangers at the moment Th- this is a a hugely crucial period how Quickly do, do the Rangers board need to act? I think very quickly Gordon I think there's a lot at stake here um, You've got to say as well As much as Stephen Gerrard's left the post And Rangers fans are wondering what's happening It's an opportunity out there for a manager To come in and take this club on Because have a look We're all giving them the pats in the back of Did he make the club better? Has he made the squad better? All yeses to the, 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 the questions a new manager comes in, you've got a team sitting four points at the top of the league, semi-final of cup, and still an opportunity mm-hmm. in Europe with a very, very healthy and good squad, Gordon. So it's a great opportunity for a manager, but I do think that the Rangers board, and I take on I take on board what Mark was saying about timing, but I do believe they must act quickly and get someone in. To follow that logic then, you think it will be... It, you know, it's it's a good draw because they attracted the name like Stephen Gerrard. Yes, mm-hmm. he'd never managed before. That was the, the obvious downside on on the CV. He'd never been a, a senior manager before, but they attracted a name like him at a time when they were getting hosed off Celtic every single time. Couldn't win anything. Were all over the place, and they managed to Stephen Gerrard. So, so th- this job application is for a job at the Champions and a team mm-hmm. that are, you know that are still in Europe and, and are in the later stages of a cup. Would you expect a high? Quality of candidate I, I think there'll be a lot of High quality candidates uh, Applying for this job Gone. This is a very very good job And plus if I I think that managers now Will look at The path Into where everybody Wants to manage The Premier League Brendan Rodgers Came to Celtic Produced the goods Leicester Now they're talking Man United Stephen Gerrard Came three and a half year First job Aston Villa Wants to be the Liverpool manager So there's certainly candidates out there With a good uh, profile That will be desperate mm. for us Because this is not a What Postacoglu walked into This is a settled squad That's sitting top of the league with four points Semi-final of the cup I think it's a terrific job With the squad that he's got I think it's such a hard job for anybody I, I slightly Stephen disagree yeah. Yeah. I think when Stephen Gerrard came in We touched on it Do you the think the danger was... that, that peak has been hit? The club is a shambles. Steven Gerrard created a, almost like a full new club, a full new bond between the club and the fans, and they got them on side. And it, it took a bit of time. If you only look at the scenes last year when the league was won and their relationship and how they held Steven Gerrard yep. is so high, who else is going to touch that coming in? Whoever else comes in, and I'm looking at the list of names that we've all seen, it's nowhere near that. The fans are always going to be. All right, okay, it's him, but he's not as good as Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard was a good league and he wins a cup. Hold on a minute, it's not as if they're they're 15 points clear. They're only four points in it. So it's there for somebody to go the opposite way just as easy. They could be out of cup 
out of Europe. But you just after saying five minutes ago, Stephen Gerrard had to go to Aston Villa because he could have been out of semi final and Celtic could have won the league. So it could have happened to him. I, th- no, I that's think my, that's my I point. think it's a better job to come in now than mm. what Stephen Gerrard had. Let's thank Adam and bring in Jim, who's in Rutherglen. What's on your mind tonight, Jim? Hi, good evening, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks, um, good. Uh, Just actually, what my point is uh, before I make it, it's kind of following on what Gordon is saying there. I think you no. Know, I, I take I take on but the timing's awful, right? The timing's awful, but I can see why he's moved to test himself against. Pep, Rafa, Conte. I don't know if he gets, gets to stay with his family and that again, probably. But it's all about now what Rangers do. The guys, Ross Wilson, this is the time to make your money, make the right appointment. Um, and I think this could end up actually maybe us working out better here than it's worked out for Villa because he's by far the finished article and this season has been very laboured and there's no freshness uh, about us whatsoever. It's no Rogers scenario when he left Celtic. Gerard is very much replaceable. And Alan Gordon, we're four points clear. We're, we're in all the competitions. The simple task is there. Come in and win the league and you're in the Champions League. So I think when the dust all settles here, I don't think it's as bad as everybody's making out. When did you come to that conclusion, though? You referenced the start of this season when those celebrations were going on and Rangers won that title and stopped Celtic getting the 10 and all the rest of it. You didn't think Steven Gerrard was replaceable that night, Jim, I assume. So when did that happen? No, well, I thought that was a, um, the beginning of something special, to be honest. We finally got there. But this season, it's like a hangover that we've just not been able to shake off. And there's definitely been something just, it's not felt right about the whole season so far. So I, I'm very much with Gordon. I think if Rangers are point right, and it's a big if, and Bron Cusp would be my guy 100%. I reckon that uh, it's a huge risk for Villa. Huge risk. Well, time will tell. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, that's the first time uh, I think we've had that, that name mentioned from one of the callers. Let's let's throw names in there. Let's see what you've got. We'll certainly dive into that in a bit more detail as the show goes on. We are here until eight, despite all your attempts out there. I see you asking for a midnight special. I don't know if I can convince these two again. It's been a while since we did that. 01419511025 and we'll take your call next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 And remember, if you make it through to the show tonight You get into the hat to win a pair of tickets For that sold out clash between Scotland and Denmark at Hamden on Monday So pick up the phone We will pick a winner At random After 7 o'clock tomorrow You must be over 18 to win And all the T's and C's Are at Clyde1.com uh, You two are not eligible uh, I must underline that fact But pick up the phone Let us know what you've got It's been a very lively start To the show As we react To Stephen Gerrard's departure George and Knightswood How are you feeling about it all? Um, disappointed In the, the way he's going He's Basically still learning his trade. He could have stayed up here and hopefully win a few trophies and built on his CV. Now he's been down there to a league of millionaires and he's just going to be an also ran. Yeah, I mean, people, though George would say that you're going to, to mix it with you know some of the, the best managers and test yourself against the best players, earn more money, uh, a different challenge. But, but you think he's made a mistake in going? He's a mistake, in my opinion. He's, uh, he could have... Been up here and built on his CV. He could have won a few, hopefully, win a few trophies up here. 
built on his he gave himself, made became legend status. Now he's going he's going to go down there and become an also ran. I mean, Gordon Dale, let's go back just to Tuesday night's show. You said if you were advising him, which would mm. be quite something, I mean, yeah. I'd love to hear that phone call. Um, if you were advising him, you mm. would tell him to stay. You, yeah. you, so, essentially, you think this is a mistake. Um, I, I said that I could see uh, arguments for both, Gordon, but if I was saying to Stephen Gerrard, if he asked me, and he didn't, uh, what's the best <laughs> advice, I would have said stay in Scotland. But I can understand, and I think George and also ran, you look at we all we keep getting back to it. Brendan Rogers went to Leicester and everybody goes, Why would you go to Leicester? You've got to be fighting really, you've got to be doing this and that. Mm. He's now in the verge of taking Manchester United job yeah. if it comes but up. Why, so that. why why would your advice be to Stephen Gerrard because after three and a half years and be, the success he's brought to stay in Scotland? Because I still think he's in a, a learning uh, period of his management. I think that Rangers were a good fit for him. I think the European draw was was good for him I think his his stock was very high because of a lot of European um, performances Um, and I think there was more trophies for him to win Mark but I can totally understand him going to Aston Villa to go and as I say pitch up at Old Trafford's and you know go to Stanford Bridges and go against Man City's and all the top top teams and plus the fact the financial backing that he's going to get from the board down there because it's well known that they've mm. got a couple of quid in the bank. So he just sees that as an opportunity to go and mix it with the big boys. Do you think this has got anything to do with future aspirations to be the Liverpool manager, George? Yes, that's what his heart is. But I think this could dampen it. He's all he's going to become an also ran with the millionaires down there. He can have been up here and built on his C V, win a few trophies up here in a mediocre league. Now he's going to he's into the big boys. Well, well then, okay. I, I I don't share your view. I love our league. I think it's brilliant and it's madness. But if you're calling it a mediocre league, then George, how does winning it or winning it? How does winning it or winning a couple of trophies boost your CV? Teams going to win the league. Say that again. There's only two teams going to win the league. Right. So does that not go against your point then? Because if you're if there are only two teams going to win it, and you finish first out of a two horse race, maybe people down south don't think that's much of an achievement. It's a mediocre league. It's always it's a well-known fact. Well, but I'm just confused though because I feel like you've sort of I feel like you're contradicting your own point. How is he going to get the Liverpool job if if this is a mediocre league? If he's only winning a mediocre league, does that not take something away from your achievement? Were you not happy with your achievement last season? He's building on his CV. He's winning a few trophies. He's going to go down there and win nothing. Is he, he, there's an argument he's building on his CV, George, by taking the next step. To managing in the Premier League I said before I never thought he was going to go from Rangers Winning two titles in a row up here And a decent Europa League Run a, a few times To the Liverpool job I think down south They obviously view our league differently I think you have to prove yourself Down south Before you get One of the big jobs Now You would argue that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Is probably the exception To that Frank but, Lampard Frank Lamp maybe But Frank Lampard came into Chelsea At a, a difficult time for them And that's probably why he was appointed there But Stephen Gerrard is a chance to build on his CV Go and manage a big club a, 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 Well a decent sized club in that Premier League And if he does half decent And does half decent in the cup competitions there Then his CV looks much better And a Liverpool may just come calling 
in a couple of years' time. Alan is a Rangers fan, and Irvin Allen, how do you feel about Steven Gerrard tonight? Hello, guys. Um, I don't know. I've, I'm going to question his integrity as a man, to be fair. I've, I'm a Rangers supporter, always have been. I've followed him to Liverpool and stuff, and what I've always thought about the guy is his honesty and his loyalty to whatever he does. He stands up to everything in the media and stuff. He gets asked difficult questions and he's always honest with his answers. But it gets me the fact that it was only two weeks ago when he's getting asked the questions about leaving Rangers, how we can laugh at the media and tell them that he's happy, does he look happy, does he look as if he wants to go anywhere else or whatever. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, he sneaks out the back door of Irox to go to Aston Villa. It doesn't sit too well with me. How how should this have played out? You know, because things football moves fast. George um, Allen, sorry, don't make it George from Allen. Uh, lots of moving parts and, and opportunities come up. What what in particular has he done that's annoyed you? And, and how would you have done it differently? It's just it's the way he's done it. As I say, he's always been an honest guy. He's he's built his career and everything else, not just in his football ability, but on his honesty and the way he comes across to people. The way he speaks to the media and everything else, he could have left Rangers as a Rangers legend if he had went about this in the right way. Do you think the legacy's been spoiled then? You think he is not a Rangers legend as a result of this? I think he's really hampered it, to be honest. He could have... I can understand if he's left for family reasons because it's a big sacrifice. It's three years in Scotland away from his family. And I can understand that as a family man myself. But... He could, have, he, he, he could have sat He could have come out to the fans He could have said to the fans Instead of telling the fans a week ago Two weeks ago That he's not going anywhere He's not interested in going anywhere And then to not come out And speak to the fans He's the man that's asked the fans To back him And back his team over the years And the fans have done that And they've done that incredibly well They've done it every step of the way Even through the hard times At the start When he's making bad decisions Bad substitutions Costing his points, costing his goals. The fans and the board have backed him all the way. He's got everything that he's ever asked for. Everything and more. And for him to turn around and do this the way he's done is a slap in the face to everybody connected to Rangers. That's the way I feel. Yeah, you seem pretty upset about it, Alan. You won't, will you find it within yourself to wish him well or is that for a later date? Yeah, well, probably a later date. I'm not upset, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed it's Oh that's worse isn't it Oh no one wants That's like when you say I'm not angry I'm, I'm just disappointed We've all been disappointed In our life Gordon um, Look Is I, that I, another I, one of your sayings? No <laughs> No no I just, I, I, yeah, I, just, I just think that Everybody keeps using the word loyalty Loyalty now is all about The person that, that decides Where he's going to go in his career Now we don't know about family I, I agree with Alan It may have been you know, he's been up here for three and a half years. It may have played a part. I do not know. Um, I think you'd it, have to think that would play a part on on anyone, no? Yeah, yeah, it probably could. Um, but I think that he's a clever lad, right? And I think that he's he's mapped out probably in his own head the way he's wanting to structure his career. And Mark was saying there about you don't go from Rangers Street to Liverpool. Now I know Graham Souness achieved that Rangers to Liverpool, but I do agree with Mark nowadays that. It's an opportunity to get down to Premier League And if he does prove himself It certainly mm. opens doors for him 
I've just got visions of you with a big don't cry because it's over smile because it happened tattoo right across your belly. I'm going to try and explore that during the break. Leave your trousers on though if you would. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. We can always squeeze in Beat the Pundit. We'll do it short and sharp and that will leave plenty of time for your calls. 01419511025. If you think you can take on Mark or Gordon and win a sign ball, now is the time to call. Lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here 01419511025 On the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter It's been a real interesting opening to the show Lots of reaction coming in to the news that Stephen Gerrard is no longer the Rangers manager We started with lots of anger, lots of resentment, lots of disappointment Then lots of people very understanding Acknowledging the job that he's done, going with their best wishes So it is a real mixed bag out there Always good to hear all different types of opinions What is next? That's maybe the one side we've not fully Explore Jet Who would you like to see Take over 01419511025 Let's hear your suggestions Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Just had a tweet from Mac Bronkhurst Who's maybe changed Her Twitter name early Just to try yeah. and get Ahead of the game <laughs> Whoever However has used Photoshop uh, to provide a topless picture of you mm. With don't cry because it's over Smile because it's happened Tattooed across the chest How's it looking? Uh, it's awful Absolutely <laughs> awful I don't <laughs> no. even care if that's your real body uh, Or not Right let's play Beat the Pundit quickly Then we'll take plenty more calls on Stephen Gerrard Ryan is a Celtic fan in the line How's it going Ryan? Yeah not too bad Who's the weakest out of these two? Who would you rather face? Oh. Gordon the L's the weakest definitely definitely yeah, definitely oh, says Mark Wilson okay. he's nodding away I like how he's so sure about that do you know what's bad about this Ryan Brian's in stuff. deep trouble if he loses isn't he Gordon's yeah. not going to miss this opportunity uh, right heads it is Mark tails you will get your wish and it will be easily the weakest DL and it is as well <laughs> yes tails go on Ryan up Come against on. Ryan the, weak, the weakest link <laughs> Goodbye Let's give him some Play 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know What Ryan's up to uh, Ryan We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock You are Head to head With Gordon And if you don't know Just pass quickly And we'll move on Okay No worries Let's go 30 seconds Starts Now Who's been sent home From the Scotland squad today Due to illness Robson Who played more games For Celtic Craig Gordon Or Fraser Forster Fraser Forster What stadium do our Broth play their home games at Fast Name an English club side that Callum Davidson played for. Uh, Blackburn. Who's the only outfield Hearts player in the Scotland squad? No idea, Pat. Who's currently top of Rangers Europa League group? Leon. Name any Celtic player currently on loan from another club. Jota. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. Can you hear us, Weakest I c- Link? I can. You ready to go? Yeah. Your time starts. Now, who's been sent home today from the Scotland squad due to illness? Who's played more games for Celtic, Craig Gordon or Fraser Forster? Craig Gordon. What stadium do our both play their home games at? Name an English club side that Callum Davidson played for. Preston. Name the only outfield player in the heart, uh, outfield Hearts player in the current Scotland squad. Shooter. Which team are currently top of Rangers Europa League group? Uh, Leon. Name any current Celtic player who's on loan from another club. Sorry? Name any current Celtic player who's on loan from another club. Laxhall. 
know. I'm going so well. He's not even there now, is he? That's a blast. That's a blast. You're getting three points deducted. I tried to sort of a That was horrific. Ryan, how do you think that went? To be honest, he actually did no bad up to that last question. I think. Do you know what he was flying? I th- but it, How just, did Ryan it, it do? just shows that you've still got those moments in you because I thought you were on track for your best ever result. I really did because Scott McTominay's been sent home, so you go one nil up. Has Ryan got that? No. Well, no, because you're one nil up. I uh, see you later, Ryan. Hang <laughs> up. Go and get a Jaffa cake. I can't wait. Craig mate. Gordon has played more for Celtic, so you're Ryan's two nil finished. up. Ryan's finished. He's been to bed. Our both play at Gayfield three nil. <laughs> DL oh, Ryan. <laughs> Do you want to hang up Or will Don't you stay For the rest of this Ryan hard drag me Ryan you still want to Play the dad's He lad? didn't get a zero though Because he knew that Callum Davidson had played For Blackburn You went Preston So it's 4-1 Yeah John Suter's in the Scotland squad 5-1 oh. <laughs> This guy This guy's a joke isn't he uh, <laughs> This guy is an absolute joke <laughs> Rangers are top of uh, Leon are top of Rangers Europa League group 6-2 Ah. And you get Good deducted name. five points for saying Diego Lacks. <laughs> no, I can't. What a shout that is. Uh, uh, Jota. I can't believe yeah. that. Jota or Cameron Carter. Give, give him two for well, that. He, Ryan did get it. Give him two. Right, you're, that would still only take him up to 6-4. So uh, you've you've dealt with him well and truly. Ryan. Ryan, what was that you were saying at the beginning top of the show there? Uh, can we go back To Mark Wilson Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You've just been dazzled mate uh, On you go I've told you before Not to say that It's really creepy And I don't I like, like it It just uh, makes me feel uneasy It makes my skin but, crawl But I love I love people like Ryan Coming on You know Full of confidence You really Look You embarrassed yourself uh, We all know that <laughs> Your family Your, your friends. family Everybody concerned uh, Don't go to work tomorrow And uh, have a nice night See you later Ryan Bye Oh, he's gone. I think he's gone. <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> gone. But see, I fell for Ryan there. Been that line. You've been. I don't like the way <laughs> he you does it. You've used that a few oh, times. He, he, he says it. No, he, he says it. He does a little sort of half dance. He's got this glint in his eye when he says, "I just don't like it. It makes uh, me feel uneasy." I'm turning. No, your mic is off. I'm turning your mic off no, before no, you no, do any further damage. I'm, I'm, still off. No, no, don't bother. I'm a bit, I'm a bit upset. Oh one four one nine five one. I didn't get Jota. <laughs> 1025 What am I working with in here Seriously Jeez, Give a guy a break uh, Right pick up the phone Let us know what's on your mind Remember every caller that makes it on air tonight Goes into the draw to win a pair of tickets To see Scotland take on Denmark At a sold out Hamden on Monday night So that's your chance uh, to be at the game We'll pick a winner at random after 7 tomorrow You must be over 18 And the T's and C's are over at Clyde1.com Colin is a Rangers fan from Gart Kosh. What's your main feeling, your main thought process after today, Colin? Did you see this coming? Were you shocked? How would you sum it up? Uh, good evening, Gordon. Dazla Mushroom. Hello. Um, hello, can you hear me? Got you loud and clear. Oh, uh, good evening, Gordon. Dazla Mushroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't see it coming. It was a shock. I was like everybody else. I've only heard half the show because I'm, I'm driving, so... Um, I'm listening to it on the app, um, but I heard the guys coming in who were kind of slating Gerard and stuff, and when you gave a call to arms about um, coming on and being positive and things, I, I felt I just had to phone up. Um, for Gerard to go, it, it, it is, it's a shock, it is for all of us, and, and we're absolutely gutted, but we need to remember this is a guy who gave his 55 stop Celtic doing 10 in a row and took their club on at a time when, let's be honest, not many people would have touched us. Um, we were 
looking at people at Pedro Kishina as our manager and being in bushes and all this rubbish. So we need to get a wee bit of perspective here. The way he's left isn't great, but why is it why is it not great? I've not seen Stephen Gerrard do an interview as the Aston Villa manager. I've seen two photographs. One of them, he's not wearing a tie, he's not got a suit on. Has it, has it been financially? At the end of 55, we were told, oh, there's a great signing policy in place. We've got four, five, three transfers. We just sat there and had our um, accounts out. We are, we're struggling financially, 23 million down. So has it been, we're not selling players. Has this come in and it's just everybody has their price and the board are saying to Stephen, to help our club go forward, we, we, we need to get money for you. We need to. We need to go. Right. So, because, so let me get this straight. You you think he might have been reluctant, and actually the the club have sort of edged them out the way. I, I wouldn't say the club's edged them out the way, but you know everybody has a price at the end of the day, Gordon. Every player on that team has a price. Maybe the manager has a price as well. Um, because for me, he's he's looking at the Champions League. So if he didn't get the signings and, and also what happened with Malmo, we've not got the money from that, so we're down. Mm. And then if he said, well, am I going to get money in January? And the both went, I can't give you money in January either. Then he's maybe going, well, what if I don't make that? Um, if we don't win the league, we don't get into the Champions League again. You know, whereas this is five million. Come into the club, say he decides to take a Ryan Kent with him and, I don't know, spend 15, 20 million on a Ryan Kent. All of a sudden, our finances have flipped within, within a year, within six mm. months. Um, we've got an exciting opportunity here, as you were asking about who we should bring in it. For me, I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would be a, fan, a fantastic addition. Um, but that's what, that's what we should be looking at, is being positive and not slating you know, a manager who took his own, who gave us back respect, dignity, and gave us back class. I mean, managers in, in Europe, where we played in the Europa League, would jump to come to Rangers now. They wouldn't have done that before Steven Gerrard, because we, we weren't in a great place. Yeah, what do you make of um, Colin's assessment, Mark? Well, I don't believe that uh, you know he was he was edged out because uh, is that th- reported three million quid or four million Between quid? Three and four, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe that. That's that's a drop in the ocean. Um, now we have heard players, you know, having to go and they're reluctant because the club's getting a, a big transfer fee. But you're talking nine, ten, whatever million. So I don't believe that. Mm. Colin brought up Rangers finances and for the people at the start of the show who have come on and you know kind of had a pop at Gerard for going in the time and it was only you know a couple of months ago that Stephen Gerrard cut a, a frustrated figure and he, he did some uh, interviews that says about the finances uh, yeah, f- first uh, of October, first of October was the date you're looking for so not long ago uh, if we want to keep growing and going to that extra level We need to spend big money in the transfer windows It's as simple as that To compete with the teams we're playing We need to spend big money In the last two windows we haven't spent a penny So there has to be some realism To compete with these teams, to beat these teams When transfer windows are open We have to spend money Now if you're as competitive as Steven Gerrard has been As a player And then as a coach And then as a manager there's a sort of glass ceiling at, at Rangers where you do get frustrated. You do get a taste of, of going to run the Europa League and you've got to think that Steven Gerrard totally backs himself, totally believes in himself to be a top manager. But uh, when you've got the tools that he had at Rangers and the restrictions that were on him at Rangers and the transfer window, then when an opportunity like this comes along, 
Mm. And Aston Villa have just sold a player recently for a hundred million pounds, and he's got on top of that what what this board is putting into Villa. Then I think it's a no-brainer. Gordon, I anyway. would obviously hold my hands up and, and 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 acknowledge first of all that we are speaking with the benefit of hindsight, and it's easy to be clever now and join the dots. But to to read those quotes that I just did from October the first, I don't know what else you want to to throw into the mix, whether it is financial results from last week. Um, he was clearly very unhappy with the mm. with elements of, of the performance um, in Europe not so long ago. Were there cracks starting to show and, and we didn't spot them at the time? Maybe some people did spot them. Or like I say, is that being too clever with, with hindsight? You, you never really know what's going on behind the scenes with obviously the manager. He may have looked at it, Gordon. He may have looked at... You don't come out and make a statement about your transfer budget for no reason. You, you're out there to put a statement out. You want people to hear it. You could I, Now... You look at the Rangers board, I think the Rangers board backed him to the hill, but in the last two transfer windows, he didn't spend money. Now, he could have easily just said, look, i am been backed, I'm happy what's going on, I brought in some free transfers, whatever it may be, but he made a statement with it. So, he was getting that out there. Whether that was a ploy, I do not know. I, I like the way Colin goes about his business, I do agree, I think that... You know, when the dust settles, I think that there'll be a few Rangers supporters change mm. their mind. I think they'll they'll lose that anger and, you know, it'll still be disappointed. You just wonder, looking at that Rangers squad that he spoke so, so highly of, Gordon, week in, week out, mm. he's now the Aston Villa man- manager, he's got money to burn, will he come raiding across the border and take one or two players? Colin floated that idea and mentioned Ryan Kent. Do you think that is realistic? Because we always do this. We were preparing for half the Celtic team to join Leicester mm-hmm. City, and it never happened. Um, no. Albeit, I think you know there certainly was interest in some. So maybe that um, that answers part of it. Realistically, do, do you think that will happen? And who would be the prime candidates? Ah, uh, well, the prime candidates is going to be Ken, and I, I don't, I don't see it just now. I think, I think he'll. Um, he's got a very good squad there. Obviously January window coming up He's got a very good squad yeah. But a, he's, but he's a got, squad that's 17th he, or whatever it is So needs him Yeah but, but he can he can turn that around And plus the fact he's now He's now shopping in a different market He's got plenty of money to spend on So the the level of the player And I'm not being disrespectful to Kent's and people like that He can go above all that He can look at real top quality players mm. to bring to Aston Villa And I think that's what he'll be looking at But at the same time Mark They are 17th Whether it's Kent I don't know Aribo Kamara There must be There must be players That that would do a job In the bottom half Of the English Premier League Uh, Yeah I do But I only think There's maybe One Two I think Kent Maybe Um, When he's on form There's no doubt He has a talent And a big talent at that Um, But the rest of the If you're judging This Rangers squad Just now Aribo would be The only one That would come into your thinking I think Tavernier As good he is and assists and goals last season He's not as good as he was last season This season Goldson has went backwards They I also think. don't They don't have as much youth on their side Not to say of they're course, old and yeah. past it But you know they, they And don't then have the big one The big one Is the striker Who Stephen Gerrard Has chatted about in years gone by Top striker He's went backwards I don't think Stephen Gerrard Would go need him Morelos No I agree I don't think he'll be Anywhere near Morelos I'll tell you one he could get, go, go and get for the future and build his squad I think he could A nice easy Bid for passing Uh, Colin you mentioned Giovanni Van Bronckhurst He is Easily the The favourite As far as the Rangers fans Who are getting in touch On Twitter uh, And looking at social media Today I think he's He is the favourite At the bookmaker as well I've even just had a message From a certain Former 
Rangers player who thinks that is going to be the direction Ooh, who uh, is that it? the club goes in. So, Colin, why Giovanni van Bronckhurst for you? Um, before I go on to that, Gordon, just uh, quickly, Kamara. I think he's missed Kamara out. Yeah. Kamara's huge, and I think would slot into an English Premiership team brilliantly. Um, and he's got youth on his side as well. But yeah, yeah Jill's done a crying job. You know, you look at um, him winning the league over in Holland. Um, he's went and worked under Pep Guardiola. He's done a bit of work for UEFA. He's been over to China. You know that. that I mean, you look at that um, Asian market where you know Celtic just got Kyogo from, who's a you know a brilliant player. I, I, I don't mind the Rangers fans saying the boys' movement off the ball, the speed of them, it, it's fantastic. It's a market that you know Rangers and, and Celtic should be looking into. So I think um, what Joe brings is not only that experience and knowledge that he started to get. It also brings in the aspect that it's somebody who knows our club. I, I'm a big believer that Stephen Gerrard has always been a fan of Glasgow Rangers. Um, and that that was something that, that drove this club for the last three and a half years to get better. And I think someone like Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has been there, bought the T-shirt, been to, to, to some unbelievable clubs, and worked under some un- unbelievable managers. He, he's, he's going to go that same direction. He played a very attacking formation, very similar to Gerrard with, uh, with a 4 3 3 I just think it's, it's almost a perfect thing, a perfect match for us. Um, and I think it's someone that would excite the fans and, and, and get us back. And then, as you say, hopefully when it does settles, we can sit back and go, let's enjoy what we had for three and a half years. We were, we were somewhere that was dark. And Stephen Gerrard was the light that came in and brought us back to the, back to the top, back to the, the champions, back into, the, into Europe. And now it's, he's, he's, he's mm. leaving a, a good team to go forward and do the same again. And if Gio comes in, beats Hibs and beats Sparta, well, what a season that's going, to, that's going to be for us to go forward. Yeah, I mean, there's usually a split. There's always a split because we don't agree on anything. And I'm not saying that 100% of Rangers fans want Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, but I've not really seen... In fact, I've not seen any yet, if I'm being honest, who don't think that's a good yeah. idea. Whether that's because it's early and I've not had the chance to really think about a, a long list of names... But it seems a very, very popular choice so far And one that hasn't been shot down from any mm. quarters it, it does tick boxes he, he, he seems gettable He's got a bit, He's got some good managerial experience He did play there as a, a, a popular player What yeah. do you think of that one? No, I, th- I think he is top of the list uh, Colin rhymes off a lot of good points about him um, About where he's been, how he's managed The style he plays He's always been held in high regard from the Rangers fans from his time there. The clubs he's played for, the, the coaches he's played under, the influence that must have had on him. And like you say, he's easily gettable. Um, I don't think it would take too much to get him. So I don't see a lot wrong with it. Um, you know, where was the last? Was he in China? Yes. Last. Maybe that's the only thing that goes against him. That is, mm. <laughs> of course, he's... He wouldn't have lost touch with the Scottish League, but um, it's a whole different setup over there. But I, I think there's a lot of plus points for Rangers yeah, lots fans. Lots of suggestions one. at this stage. Lots of people going for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. People mentioning Neil McCann as part of the backroom staff. All that sort of stuff. Uh, thank you to Colin and Gart Kosh. Brian's a Rangers fan. He's not so happy with Stephen Gerrard. We'll hear from him next. Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here Did you know that in 
Under 24 hours time Scotland have an absolutely huge World Cup wow, qualifying really? game Which could see us seal a place In the playoffs <laughs> For Qatar 2022 mm. I mean you wouldn't know it Having nope. listened to tonight's show Because there's a Certain other story That's been dominating Which is understandable But certainly one to look out for Tomorrow Moldova Scotland 5 o'clock Huge With a capital H For Stevie Clark's side No Scott McTominay He's pulled out And if we win We guarantee a playoff spot We might not even need to win Depending how the other results go uh, But we're looking forward to that At this time in the show And we're about to speak to Brian At this time in the show We always Take a question from You guys out there Because your knowledge is outstanding And we pose it to the pundits Between now and the end of the show Now we're clearly not going to spend long on this tonight Because no. we've got a lot to get through But I'll float the question And we'll just leave it Simmering away, okay William Donachie says Since Stevie Clark took over as Scotland manager He has capped 46 different players Can you name the 10 who have played the fewest minutes under Stevie Clark. So, of mm-hmm. all the players that Stevie Clark has capped, which 10 have played the fewest minutes? Go. Brophy. Brilliant. Well done. 73 minutes. Mark Wilson. Um, goalkeeper. Uh, what do you call him? Don't know. Palmer, 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 need a name. Right back. No, he's played a few games. Really? Well, in the squad at the moment. Mm, John yeah. McLaughlin, Xander Clark, McLaughlin. Craig Gordon, John McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yes, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I meant. Any more? Quick, quick, quick. Got calls to get through. No, no. Right, we'll leave it in the background, and it's full time at Clyde1.com if you want to submit a question and hear it used. Brian is a Rangers fan, as I mentioned before the break. How are you feeling about Stephen Gerrard's departure, Brian? Well, hi, Gordon. Hi, panel. Uh, if you just bear with me, I've got a few things to say. Uh, the beginning of this season, I, I would say maybe after two or three games, probably at the time of playing Malmo, I could see a difference in Stephen. His body language looked a bit dejected. Uh, maybe at that point he thought that he couldn't take the club any further forward. You know, we're all really so disappointed with the Malmo result. But anyway, that's passed. Uh, the most surprising thing about this is how swift it's happened. I mean, even on Monday, three days ago, uh, I couldn't see it happening. Uh, and it wasn't until, I would say, yesterday afternoon that I felt it was going to happen. Uh, so I believe that Stephen instructed his agent to contact Aston Villa as soon as that sack happened probably even before that probably in an inkling it's going to happen he obviously knows the chief exec down there uh, I don't wish him ill will and I don't wish Aston Villa ill will I'm not that type of person uh, but I wouldn't be thinking too much about Stephen Gerrard because he's no longer part of uh, the Rangers family Has this soured your, your feelings towards him then Brian? It has a bit I must have said timing we've got two Huge games coming up right after the international break, which could have a real bearing on my season, even though the league is the most important thing. And he's kind of left us in the lurch. And also, when he was talking about he wanted the club to spend more money, what manager doesn't want that? You know, every manager would want, you know, the board to, to give him more funds. Uh, but if you look at what the Rangers board and the club in general did for Stephen, 
for a start, they gave him the job. Uh, yes, huge name, and I was delighted because of the name, because of the power of that name. Uh, but we, we understood that he was a rookie manager, so they gave him that opportunity. They also gave him a third season, which normally doesn't happen if you've not won anything. Do you think cracks were starting to show then, Brian? Is that what you were referencing at the start, or are we just being very clever with our hindsight? No, no. I, I mean, I've been on this show a few times this season, and I never mentioned it. Maybe I should have. Um, maybe I was I was trying to shrug it off, and you say, you know, maybe he was getting tired of the situation up here. Uh, the focus is obviously on Rangers, and I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, but it has certainly served things for me. Who's next then, Brian? Giovanni van Bronckhorst is the name that seems to be on everyone's lips. Have you got anything else for us? No, well, I think Rangers, the, the size of the club, we need somebody with stature. And if you look at the squad that we had before Stephen came in, maybe a person that didn't have the stature might have been able to take that gig. But we've now got a squad that's used to winning. Uh, certainly league-wise, we, we, we're on an unbelievable run at the moment. And I think you need a personal stature to come in and maybe cajole these players because what I did say to one of my mates today was the players that are, are left behind at Ibrox are committed to the club, not committed to Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard's no longer Anything to do with Rangers How much of that is true though Mark Because people used to tell us That Stephen Gerrard had a huge pulling power How how much do Rangers need to try And, and replicate that do, do we know that uh, Maybe the English ones are the more obvious I don't know Ryan Kent The, the, the committal that they have had previously You know from, from Connor Goldson w- Would these guys have Have been as committed to someone Who wasn't Stephen Gerrard um, That's a tough one to answer because you look at the players that were there like Brian says before Stephen Gerrard arrived and you could quite clearly see they were they were underperforming underachieving Gerrard came and he got a tune mm. out of some of them the guys that he brought to the club and Kent's one of them um, that's what I mean take Joe Rebo you know who's doing well and it was English League 1 at the yeah, time and, have and, and Lee Boyer was <laughs> sliding him for going to, to Rangers Will we ever know what the Steven Gerrard factor was? Because people suspect that that, that, that plays a big part yeah, in these I Oh, without a doubt, it does. Um, and and when the board are, are trying to make their decision who to bring in, well, it depends what their long-term plan is about bringing players in. You know, if you're giving a manager money to spend that he can bring players in. Now, what was Ryan Kent? Was he £7 million? Now, if you're giving Steven Gerrard that, it gives him... The tools to, to go and get Ryan Kent But if you're saying to a new manager That comes in Listen we've got no money to give you to spend Then it's a slightly different player You're trying to pull So uh, It is a tough one to answer There's no doubt about it Steven Gerrard drew players in They they wanted to play for him They, they wanted to get to know him And they did play for him He got to tune out them after two and a half years Or whatever it was And they won the league Um so it's a very difficult shoes to fill And that's why I said to Daz earlier Whoever comes in to this job Has got a very difficult job Daz disagreed Daz saw that it was I don't disagree with you that Rangers are a, 
in a much better place than when Gerard mm-hmm. took over. However, whoever comes in are, is going to be held to the same standards as Stephen Gerrard. Depends and what way you spin high. it, because some people look at a job where there is obvious room for improvement. As being, like, take Aston Villa for instance. That's clearly what's in Stephen Gerrard's mind. All right, they're seventeenth at the moment, but I can get that squad to tenth. You know, or that, that's yeah, presumably yeah. what he's. What he's thinking Gordon If we're analysing The potential Loss of Stephen Gerrard's Pulling power Has maybe been a A difficulty For these Rangers fans We've got to 25 to 8 And we've not mentioned The backroom staff It looks like You know Michael Beale Gary McAllister Will join him You only have to listen To Andy Halliday When he's on this show Who's been in that dressing room Who underlines Time and time again Just how important Michael Beale is He takes the vast majority If not all of, of the training that, that kind of tactical side of it And he is lauded by everyone Who's ever worked under him And has ever listened to him Because he you know, does a lot of education stuff Doesn't he? Coach education and that type of thing So well, Stephen Gerrard's the name You just wonder how big an impact Those other members of staff will be I, it's, it's a package Gordon with them I think that Um you, you're a good manager when you identify good backroom staff that can do things that probably it's not your strengths. You're right. Steven Gerrard is like a band. He's a lead singer. He's a guy up there singing the songs. The other guys are. You need a good the, bass player to keep the good, rhythm. Yeah, right, you need okay. a good bass player. You need a good drummer. You need to. You need that band to be hitting the notes, Gordon. Do you feel like in like the last ten years of the show, this guy had no analogies ever, and then this season he's just started spouting it. Yeah. What are you reading? I'm not reading anything. But I just think it is a package, and I think that uh, they'll obviously they're, they're all going in the same direction. They work really well together. You've got yeah. to say they work really well together. They've got trust in each other. They know what they're doing. They all know their strengths. They all know their weaknesses. And they just work as a package. And I think that it will be a big loss, um, you know, for Rangers to have someone like Steven Gerrard being the front guy. And yeah. then obviously the coaching behind it. But these yeah. players are experienced players. He's got a very good squad. The next manager won't be able to come in and spend seven million quid right away. Did, but he's got a good squad where there, they can work with. It did become a point, Mark, but it became clear. You look at that that journey. This was a Rangers team that could not get near Celtic, and of course Celtic declined as well. But there became a point. It, people always mention that League Cup final and so on. Even when Celtic were winning, there became a point where it looked like, hold on, tactically Rangers have got yeah. Celtic's number yeah. here, and now we've actually seen that, yeah. um, you know, progress. So what went on behind the scenes was. Clearly a lot of hard work I, I think you're right to highlight You know we've went all this time And we've not mentioned the backroom team And I think that's a huge blow Because sometimes in these situations Where a manager moves on The backroom team sometimes stay Just to steady the ship And then further down the line The manager then is allowed To bring his backroom team This has hit Rangers all at the one time A full clear out Stephen Gerrard's taking them all with him and it leaves a huge hole. So not only the manager, the manager has to come in and hit the ground running, but the full backroom mm. team that he brings with him has to have an effect also. Well, funnily enough, we have heard, well, I say read some reaction from the Rangers captain. He's taken to social media to say, I'd like to thank the gaffer, Gary McAllister, Michael Beale, Tom Culshaw, Jordan Milsom and Scott Mason for everything they've done for me personally, my family, my team, our club. We've achieved so much together, we've grown, we've demanded more from one another, but most importantly, we've developed into better players and better people. 
The club is in a better place of that, I have no doubt The cherished moments will be forever special Bringing home 55 Now we as a team will be fully focused on the next chapter that's to come Says James Tavernier on his social media uh, Let's move on to Kenny We'll thank Brian for his thoughts And speak to Kenny in Rutherglen How are you summing up your feelings, Kenny? Hi guys, thanks for letting us on Pleasure um, Well, in, in regard to Gerard and the, the rest of the guys They were never going to stay forever Um Thank them for what they've done for the club They'll always be remembered For the ones that brought us 55 They've left in a, a bit of a, a sour Left a bit of a sour taste In the Rangers fans' mouths The way that it's happened But we move on What we cannot afford to do Is become a laughing stock Like Celtic were last year And not have a manager in for months We need a new manager in By Monday at the latest We cannot afford To be dilly-dallying about Try to get this person Try to get that person We go and we get the person That we're after And we get them in the door By Monday We've got a semi-final coming up Shortly against Hibs We've got Still uh, in Europe We're still challenging For every competition And we've got to keep pushing on We cannot afford to dwell on the past And we cannot afford to just be Going about like gormless idiots No knowing who we're going to be bringing in We need to pick a target And get them And that is it And who should that target be? I would be happy with Van Bronckhurst. I've heard rumours. I don't, and it was a rumour that I heard that there was a possible interest in the manager of Malmo. Can I remember his name for the life of me? And there've also been mentions of um, the De Boer brothers. I'd be happy with any of them, um, to be honest with you. Obviously, the Malmo manager, he's got more experience in terms of more recent experience because he's still playing. But uh, Van Bronckhurst, I think he's quite a good manager. Um, Managed to get Feyenoord a uh, uh, title and a cup. Uh, I can't remember what the Boer brother it was. He managed to get Ajax three titles on the bounce. So, I mean, I think they, they are all very capable. But we need to just pick a target. It might not be everybody's first choice, but pick a target, go for it, and work with the guy. And hopefully we can still battle on and get 56. I have to say, if this season ends with John Dal Thomason, the man who slagged Rangers for having no money at the Malmo press conference, wow. as the Rangers manager, <laughs> we might have just completed Scottish football. Yeah. These stories sometimes just fall onto your lap. Um, I don't know, maybe that can be overlooked if he's a, a good manager. What about the names Kenny's mentioned? And are there any other Gordons? If we're looking, Gordons, if there, mm-hmm. are there any other names, Gordon? If we're looking at ones that are familiar to Scottish football. I'm think I'm just going for the obvious here. You know, looking at the bookmakers shortlist, seeing names like Derek McInnes, who was at Aberdeen, turned the Rangers job down previously. Uh, Alex Neil, who was down south, Preston, Norwich, good at Hamilton Ackies. Uh, he seemed to have slipped down a little bit last time I checked. Callum Davidson's the sort of outstanding young Scottish manager in the league at the moment. Any of them um, doing it for you? No, there'll be a host of names out there, Gordon, um, capable of doing the job. Led to believe that Van Bronckhorst is going to be the manager of Rangers. You've heard it here first tonight in the Thursday night show. Um, Who's uh, giving you this information? Uh, you've, uh, you've, you've become you, very sure. Yes, I've seen know, him in the Scabby phone there. Yeah, I've seen him having a wee peek. So I, someone's. I, I am led to believe that he's firm favourite yeah. to take over. Oh, firm hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Uh, we've gone from he's going to be the manager to okay, firm favourite. I'm going to say he's be the manager. I can tell you he's the firm favourite. Look at the bookies. He's going to be the manager. There you go. Oh, behave yourself there he Really? Goes. He might yeah, be right he's, he's just thrown it out there And hoping I think No 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 oh, no, no. He very no. rarely puts his neck in the line Like this What? you got sources? Yes I have Okay oh, Well we'll check in on them Thank you to Kenny Quickly on the teaser Of all the 46 players That Stevie Clark's capped Can you name the 10 Who've played the fewest minutes Brophy McLaughlin Turnbull 
Yeah, 91 minutes for him What about Considine? Ferguson? Considine, no Ferguson? Ferguson, yes Three minutes so far He's top of the list Greg Taylor? Considine, no No Craig Taylor? No um, Shankland? No uh, Nesbitt? John Suter? No Nesbitt? No Snodgrass? No, we'll get the rest next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard we're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Still time for calls on Stephen Gerrard And we will do more Very quickly let's revisit this teaser William Donachie wants to know If you can name the 10 players Who've played the fewest minutes under Stevie Clark You've got Lewis Ferguson Eamon Brophy John McLaughlin David Turnbull I can tell you Dom Thomas Dom Fairman's Dom Thomas has thrown in One of the correct answers That you're still looking for I think it's Dom? a pal of his though Oh it's a pal of his Stephen McGinn Yeah No yeah he is It's not He just told us At the break he was No I didn't When did Stephen McGinn Get a Scotland cap Did they not come on That's sub Stephen McGinn um, Paul McGinn Paul, Paul McGinn. McGinn Aye What are you saying Stephen for <laughs> Paul McGinn Okay Any Paul more McGinn. quick 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 I'm struggling with this Okay we'll leave it there um, Let's go to Frank Who's in Glasgow Frank You've been hearing a lot of different opinions On Stephen Gerrard's departure What is your opinion? Uh, I've supported Stephen Gerrard And so have the Rangers fans I feel as though it's a sad day for Stephen Gerrard Because the way he's handled it Hasn't been clever No clever at all I can remember back 30 years When Graham Souness did it And we all know how that ended And Graham Souness to this day Says it was a mistake I firmly believe it's a mistake that he's made. But we're as well finding out just now. Stephen Gerrard had it all in front of him. He had the League Cup, he had the European tie, he had the League title, the Scottish Cup to prove himself. And I think he's bottled it. I really do. I think he's taken the easy option and walked. That's my opinion. I mean the counter would be Frank he's, he's gone into a team that's just above the relegation zone in the English Premier League. What, is it ambitious. Well, it's still that's a challenge ambitious. though isn't it It's not as big a challenge as Rangers people only think about Rangers And what's good for Rangers And if Stephen Gerrard thought what was good for Rangers He should have come out and made his intentions clear He's been deceitful I've no doubt I, I'm quite sure that the, the club he's went to Have been negotiating this for at least 10 days And Stephen Gerrard has kept his mouth shut Now the least the range supporters who have given him 100% deserve as an answer, a, an explanation. Well, I mean, like, Dean Smith was only sacked on Sunday. So if this has been going for 10 days, I'm not really sure how that, that adds up, Frank. Well, well, I'll tell you how it adds up. Okay. I think that Aston Villa have quite literally been in touch with, or Stephen Gerrard's agent has been in touch with them before all this has come about. Because the plan has always been, I think from Aston Villa's side, is to get Stephen Gerrard before they sacked a manager. I think it's all premeditated, and I think it's a deliberate move. It's a, Don't get me wrong, I'm not surprised at it, because it happens in football all the time. But I thought Stephen Gerrard was above that, and he's no. Sounds a lot like you think the legacy's been ruined, Frank. Yes, I do think that because nobody has given Stephen Gerrard more support than the Rangers fans. Nobody. He's had great support through thick and thin. We have given that guy support. 
You've not heard very many people saying sack him through thick and thin. So the least any supporters deserve is an explanation and probably an apology the way it's happened. That's the way I think about it. Well, I think he said on his Instagram, you know, he, he put out a statement, if you like, saying hopefully in time the Rangers fans will will understand once a Ranger, always a Ranger. Are you not buying that? Well, no, not at all. I mean, he's like Houdini. Where has he been the last two or three days? Be a man. Come out and say what you're doing. And then you get respect. I don't think he deserves respect for the way he's done it. Gordon, what do you make of Frank's theory that this has all been planned out for 10 days? And and football nowadays, agents will Mm. be working for their clients all the time, Gordon. Right? It it, it happens. I'm not saying that Steven Gerrard went behind everybody's back. Because I don't know that. See the speed and conviction at at which this has happened. Surely Aston Villa wanted him rather than Steven Gerrard somehow contacting Villa and going, oh, by the way, sack Dean Smith and pick me. Villa wanted him, obviously. 100%. But it ha- there is an element of speed about it because I think until until as recently as yesterday evening, Rangers were telling certain outlets that, well, there's been no official contact, by which point Steven Gerrard's you know, in, in London with his suit carrier in his hand and we all know that he, he met Christian Perslow last night for dinner mm. and, and the rest is history, as they say. So... You know, that line, maybe that was technically true But the wheels were obviously in motion before that Yeah, you do, you, you don't know what goes Monday on Monday morning Behind the scenes It may be, Gordon Aston Villa's probably had a short list Knowing that there was coming a time That the manager was going to get uh, replaced They were ready to move They were ready to move quickly I don't know if dialogue went on Between Steven Gerrard's agent and Aston Villa Nobody knows that apart from them um, but it moved very, very quickly And you're right Aston Villa came calling Stephen Gerrard quite rightly sat down Spoke to them And heard enough Very quickly Frank Do you think you'll get over this in time? Maybe you'll change your tune? Listen, I remember When Graham Soonest did it And I was devastated at the time And when what happened Walter Smith had taken us on a run to nine in a row I hope the next manager does it And Stephen Gerrard For all his achievements of 55 because that's insignificant because the way you treat your support, the people who pay your wages, that's more important than jumping to the next club with a few million quid in the back. People say it's about ambition. He could have achieved everything and more at Rangers and then went to Liverpool. I think he's ducked, ducked a bullet. Well, Frank's not happy at all. Frank, thank you for taking the time tonight. Quickly, you've got loads on this teaser. Three to get quick. I may have one under Steve Clark. Lee Griffiths. One? Yes, he's only played 54 oh, minutes good, under good, Lee good, Griffiths. Good. Well done. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling now. Aye, aye, struggling, Gordon. Close. Right, who would be Don Thomas's pal? Who's his former club's Kilmarnock, perhaps? Don So they're not Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. Right, okay. I'm telling you, it's Kilmarnock. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm giving you the boys' fun. I think he actually scored as well against San Marino. Centre oh, Finley. Stuart Finley. 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 Big Finders. What about a heart cent- uh, Hib centre back that got called into a squad and played? Hib centre back? Paul Hanlon Paul Hanlon played 11 minutes And the last one You've forgotten about this guy Featured under McLeish And even I think Strachan before that But not so much under Clark West Brom Winger Come Ollie Bark No 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 no. no. I think he scored for McLeish in Hungary Uh, 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 Phillips Yes Matt Phillips Well done Uh, Huge game for Scotland tomorrow Moldova against Scotland at 5 o'clock So make sure you join us From 6 my goodness, I'm looking forward to seeing what Hugh Keevans makes of this Stephen Gerrard debacle. We'll hear from him at six o'clock as well. And Callum Gallagher is up next.